Right, I got it. Truly get it all. Like some days, I'm more in my tourist bag. As of lately, though, I've just been like full Sag mode. Like I don't want to say unhinged, but in a beautiful way, unhinged. Kind of like controlling. I could vibe with that. I hate filming when I don't have my eyebrows done. That's like my big insecurity. But when I do, I'm like. Do you have bushy brows? Like yeah, naturally? Naturally. I really? Do. What are you? What, what's your background? I'm Egyptian. <gasps> Work. Mm -hmm. I used to lie and say I was that in junior high school. Really? I was like, I'm Puerto Rican and Egyptian. Honestly, my sister. Really? Yeah, like you. I wouldn't be surprised if like you actually were Egyptian. That's foul. Egyptian and Puerto Rican. That's a hot mix. That's what too. I thought so too, because I was so obsessed with like the the mummy, the movie, mm -hmm. and I learned all the Egyptian, like the ancient Egyptian like words, and I would just say them at school. I'm like, yeah. My parents, my, my dad is half Egyptian, so I'm a little Egyptian. Really? Wait, what words would you say? Um, oh my God, what was the words? Ooh, it was like, um, it was actually a spell, I think, because it was like a part of the Book of Amon-Ra. Oh, okay. So I would just say random words from the Book of Amon-Ra. That's I, so cute. <laughs> but you were giving them ancient Egyptian. You're like, no, I'm actually, like, that's this, me. This is my, this is what I, this is where I came from. Those are my ashes. Wait, I love that. You're like, no, ancient Egyptian, my ancestors and all. I know the spells. I know the tricks. I can read hieroglyphics. Oh, absolutely. The bird. The is bird. A Amenophis is a bird. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the bird. What was it? The other little symbol. They have like the little beetle thing, like the blue symbol. Yeah. And all that. I think it's called a scarab beetle, I believe. I know I have a bunch of like little like ceramic things of those around my house. I mean, like, rebirth or some shit, but... Ooh, that's foul. Mm -hmm. Oh, trust. Now that I know that you're my Egyptian sister, because <laughs> you just are, now every time I family that comes back, they always bring, like, little, like, jewelry pieces and stuff like that and cute souvenirs and stuff over there, so... I'll let keep you in mind. Know, let me... Oh, my God. You I... know, like, the care packages, like, you always have to send for the relatives and yeah. vice versa? That, essentially. So they have so much extra shit, so... You will be in my list. Oh, say less. Oh, I love that. Because it's gorge. And I only give stuff like that to people who I appreciate or people I'm crushing on. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Haven't given any away <laughs> as of lately, though. Damn. We'll see about that, though. But we It's summertime. It's getting, you know, it's, that, it's about to be that time where your crushes are about to. You see? You know? I was going to say, I'm more of a summer flame kind of girl. I'm not oh. a cuffing season lady. Okay. You know? So yeah. like when you say that, it's so accurate. Yeah. I mean, summer, yeah, I, I feel like summer for most people is like, you want to just kind of be hot. So like, my friend is doing this thing where she's getting a roster built for summer. Really? So she's like on guy number two right now and she wants to expand it to five. Oh. So I'm like, girl, she's like, yes, my summer thing. I'm like, work. That's foul. I like how she's intentionally going after yeah. the roster. Well, because I've told her for years, because she's always been so, like, flingy, but, like, at random times. I'm like, no, summertime is the best time. Mm -hmm. the, you, no one looks hotter than in the summer. The rest of the year, you don't, don't look as great. You look good, but, but you don't look as, as great. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you can't, there's nothing hotter than the way you look in the summer. And the way, like, you feel in the summer, because it's <sighs> parties, and, like, for me, I ride on such adrenaline in a healthy way in the summer because like we're always out we're always doing something so i'm kind of always on oh. so to like 
flirt with guys and whatnot, it's easy because it's like I'm already I'm already in it. Also, yeah. most times too, I'm crossed. But <laughs> well, but that's the that's the beauty of it. Like your inhibitions are a lot lower in the summertime because mm -hmm. you're out and about and drinking, day drinking, afternoon drinking, drinking at work. Mm -hmm. So I think that like it gives you even more like courage to like follow up with things that you probably wouldn't if you were like in your sane mind. Mm -hmm. I, agree. I believe. No, I agree completely. Where are you at when it comes to that? topic relationships dating oh i i have i've had a boyfriend for over a year now mm. um I, well obviously i'm not i'm not i don't i don't parade him yeah but um we are in a i guess long distance relationship but i go to la mm. at least monthly and we like have a little rendezvous and stuff and we talk every day and we have a really healthy relationship i would say it's beautiful how'd y'all meet if we, you could share yeah i met him in miami during the pandemic Okay. You know, I, I love was, story. Uh, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, New York is boring. Everything's closed. I'm going to go where the degenerates are. And I did. Mm -hmm. And I found my degenerate. degenerate. Well, he's not a degenerate. But right. <laughs> it just sounds funny to say. But yeah, I met him out there at a club at um, that club in Fort Lauderdale Manor. Yep. And yeah, he like was like, oh, I was leaving the next day. He was like, oh, or two days after. And he's like, oh, what can I do to take you out? I'm like, um, take me out. Like, mm. I leave in like a day and a half and I won't be back till like probably like April or May. This is like, I think this is like March. And yeah, he took me out. We had an amazing date. Um, and yeah, from there and on, like we just kind of like kept in contact from far away. And then he kind of like ghosted me for a while, which is really weird. I didn't understand why, but I didn't really, I didn't really like question it so much. Like I texted him like twice, I think, and then after that I was like, "Well, he doesn't live here, so I don't really I could give right. a, a fuck less." Like that's another just another guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he just hit me up later in that summer, which is summer 2021, and I was like on my way to like Barcelona to like have like a whole trip, mm -hmm. not a whole trip, but it just turned out to be like very romantic. A liberated. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, and when I got back, um, I planned a trip to see him in Miami. And then we just spent like a week together and we just started talking and getting to like, getting all those walls that had, that I built mm. because of that reason. And then what he was going through and we kind of like started to really be honest with each other and knew what we wanted out of each other. Mm. And yeah, and then like I, in LA, I trapped him. I was like, I, I introduced him to a friend of mine. I was just, I'm not gonna say like, this is the guy I'm flinging around. That just sounds awful. Yeah. So I said like, oh, this is my boyfriend. And, he's, and then he was like, oh, that's your, am I your boyfriend? And I was like. Well, yes. Well, yes. Well, yes. Well, kind of, sort of, well, yes. Kinda. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and now we've been together ever since, like, inseparable. Like, I try to make it out there as often as possible. I try to do oh. at least once a month for a few days, like, mm. maybe a week tops. Because, you know, a, a girl busy. Exactly. Your girl's busy. Exactly. It takes a lot to fly across the country. It's, and if it was, like, you know, Miami, that's cute. It's like two hours at like, the back, it's the same time zone, everything's fast. Right. But we we crossing we crossing time zones. Jet over lag here. for a man, girl. He lucky I love him because that's that's it, it does it takes a toll, especially because I try to like extend it to the moment where I really need to be back to do a gig here. Mm -hmm. So then that gig, I'm sorry for y'all, but I'm gonna give y'all fifty percent or sixty, which my sixty is not a typical sixty. Yeah, your sixty you know? is still a serve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do that, but yeah, we've been really happy. So. Let's see where this goes. That's so nice. I love the fact that like you both were kind of understanding at the whole ghosting situation. Like yeah. I've been 
growing and maturing and realizing that lately. Like, not every time somebody ghosts, it's like an instant, like, oh, you have to dead him, it's over. He's a fuckboy. Like, some people have their fucking reasons, you know? Yeah. We're all going through our own different lives, and just because you're ghosting somebody you might have talked to lightly here and there doesn't mean... It's not anything necessarily hateful or resentful. Yeah. Or, or it's not even about the other person or any... like. I feel like we go into these places where we feel like the, there's someone to blame for this, where in reality, like, you don't know about the other person that did the ghosting. Somebody, some people just don't have the same kind of communication skills that you have exactly. or handle things the way that you would. Um, and also, some people just need to, le like, learn and grow as, as we continue this journey in life. Mm -hmm. And no shade but he's also like a few young years younger than me like he's like four years younger than me so mm -hmm. even though i did lie and told him i was like younger than him when I really met him. <laughs> i sure did girl i sure did you wanted him i was like well because i didn't know how old he well i did know how old he was and it like freaked me out of it because i was like Ugh. yeah and i was like i think i was turning 30 that year or 31 mm. and so i was like oh let me not say anything i'm just gonna because like yeah, I'm just going to be like, oh, no, yeah, I'm 25. Um. Hi. Honestly, <laughs> genius. And it worked. It fully worked. I think I kept it up for maybe like six, seven months. No way, really? Yeah. When did you find out? Your birthday? Well, because, Yeah, well, because my birthday was getting closer, and he was like, oh, we need to do something for your big 30th or something like that. And I was Aww. like, about that. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so that already happened. Mm. Um, like, add two more. <laughs> add two more. Change the candle, babe. <laughs> But uh, but it was like he like took it like easily. It wasn't like a big deal to him at all. It was more about my insecurities about my age than and him being his age. Like I feel like if he was older, I would have been like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm my natural age. But like mm. since I knew he was younger and I was interested, I'm like, this is weird. I don't want to feel like a cougar. And then he started joking around and calling me a cougar, which is fab. I'm like, I'm a fab cougar. Exactly. Just exactly. real fab. Cougar's kind of hot. Yeah, I believe with. so. I think that you know. I've earned my age with maturity. Right. You know, I've, I've gone through enough. Exactly. So I should not be ashamed of, you know, how long it took me to get here. That's the thing. And it's like, it's not like he's 10 years old. Right. Like, he's just a few years old. Older. I get tripped up in that, like, age shit, too. Like, I'll crush on a guy, like, two years younger than me. And I'm yeah. like, oh, God, is he, like, childish, blah, blah, blah. Am I the granny here in yeah. this situation and everything? And I'm like, it's really not that deep. Our generation has also been through so much. So, like, even somebody maybe a few years younger than you has you know a higher level of maturity than what most people would think yeah and i mean you and you learn that you learn the that's another thing like if he wasn't mature enough i wouldn't be able to be with someone that's not as mature or like in my level or teaches me things like he just looks first of all he looks older than me so that's mm. even better mm. my bad uh but you do <laughs> uh and then like he's just like just so smart and he reads a lot he teaches me all these things that i wouldn't personally like Aww. look to know what it is but i just think it's so and he thinks i don't listen i do listen but like if it's not like as interesting as it sounds i might not keep looking like i'm interested like i'm listening but yeah. i i do listen i have a very Aww. i have i can multitask in that in that but i just won't engage as much so i wouldn't ask any questions i just mm. let him finish the sentence and i'm like okay and i'll just take it in even though i don't understand a word that just came Aww. out of his mouth, but but you're still supporting. You're still there for him. Yeah. You're still present for him when he's talking about even something you don't right. Which is yeah, about. that's love, right? That's so cute. Oh, I've been like getting into like love languages and stuff like that and understanding the differences between 
listening is definitely i don't know if it's like technically one of them but that i think almost works as a love I think listening is very important you know when, when even when it comes to like friendships and stuff like it, it it took me a while to realize that i'm like i've always been more of a listener so people are always like talking to me and they think that they know so much about me but in reality they've been talking to me so i've just been listening yeah you left feeling great because you know i i open my ears and I let you speak and I let you, you know, tell me everything that you're feeling or whatever you wanted to get out of your chest. But um, I didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I mean, I guess you can, that also says, speaks a lot about me, but at the same time, you don't really know a lot because you were the one that was, you know, talking and it wasn't like an exchange. Right. It was more of a, which I have no problems with. I love listening to people same. speak about all types of things. I'm just there like, Okay, and it, you know that I'm not interested when I start like looking away or looking around because it's like, I'm like, okay, this has to come to an end at some point. Yes, you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, some people don't know how to edit and wind the story down. We love a tangent. Yeah, but also I don't need a scroll. Of I, yeah, the there, whole situation. There's, there's, and you know, we have to find ways to like make it stop. Yes. Sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when I know that someone is in need of like a full like diversion yeah. of words that they just want to spread out. I'm like, okay, maybe you do need this moment to like, just remove everything that you're feeling out of your chest and have it in the air so somebody knows. Yeah, completely. What I've been doing is is like, when one of my friends or somebody wants to have a conversation, I'll literally ask them in the beginning. I'm like, do you want advice back? Or do you just want somebody to listen? Because I'm here for both, just let me know. And my friend will just be like, I just want somebody to listen. And I'm like, all right. All right, timer starts now. I'm listening. (laughs) And I'll just sit there, take mental notes in my head, let them have that space. Because it's like there's two different conversations, you know what I mean? Say you're talking to your friend and they're going through something with a guy. Like, they either want to, you know, just vent or they want advice. And that's two different ways to go about listening and managing the conversation. And, you know, but you always kind of go back to the advice, even if they don't ask for it. Like, but the thing is, it will happen again. So when it happens again, now it's my turn to interject and be like, no, 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 boo. I already listened to you. I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're going through. You've told me. I've observed it. Now now that you've put it in the air, now I'm looking for those clues that you've given me. Mm -hmm. So now let me tell you how I feel about what you just did or what just happened to you. Exactly. That's how I feel like I react to things. No, I'm definitely the same way, too. I'll try to end each talk with some type of answer even if you didn't ask for one i don't care just so like we don't end the conversation on like a shit note either you know what i mean so it's just like you bitching about your deadbeat boyfriend or whatever it's like try to provide some type of alternative some type of option some type of coping mechanism that my friend could you know take away this conversation with and hopefully find the light at some point at some point at some point at some point because you know some people are just not they just don't want to no that's what I realized. And I could be that way too, which I'm now realizing. But when did you know that your boyfriend was, I don't say the one because that's corny, but for lack of better terms, like well, what yeah, about the one. him? Um, honestly, oh God. Because you're gorgeous, well, genuinely. Okay. And your personality is great. So it's like a lot of people would go after you, which I'm assuming they do. Yeah. Obviously. Well, yes. Well, yes. Well, yes. Well, sort of, kind of. Well, sort of, kind of. <laughs> but it's like, what about him? made you look at everyone else and be like, hold on. I think that he just sees me for who I am. You know when you see yourself as a, as a certain person and you don't have to tell that person what that is oh. and they just kind of get it. Like they just see you and like from the first moment we met, it was just like 
immediate like just knowing that like whatever what uh like what to like pronouns and all that stuff which you know it, it's hard for people because he's a cis man so mm-hmm. like for him it's like this is all a very new way to navigate queer life because he's never been not never but i don't but like you know it's not like something that he deals with day to day right until he met me because now we go everywhere and i'm just there like the princess like exactly. we're here we're, and I'm, we go to all these places we travel a lot we um and we it's to us like we live in our own little world and then we're like yeah we're so traditional but when you look at us we're not very traditional looking people to be you wouldn't think we were together like mm. or we would go together i guess if you were to be looking from the outside in yeah. um and i think that he was he's always been so like supportive of everything i do everything i say he listens uh, well, sort of, kind of. Well, sort of, kind of on the listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, he listens to, like, the important <laughs> things. Well, the thing is, like, I have a crazy memory. So, I, like, I remember. It's insane. It scares people, doesn't it? Yes. And I, th- oh, my God. The I other day, I literally oh, remembered I... somebody's full name from, like, 12, 14 years ago. And they came to a show of mine. And I said, they're, I was like, oh, my God, so, so, so. And they're like, how did you remember my name? I'm like, I don't know. Mind and it freaks me out that they when they when I noticed that I just freaked them out and I'm like oh shit I should probably like I always say if I tell you that I forgot something I didn't I'm lying to you I fully remembered I just kind of really? like rather I had either I didn't want to do it and if you didn't remind me I wasn't gonna remind you mm. or like I just or maybe there's a detail that I don't remember but that's rare I have a pretty amazing memory same same I'm the same way when I say though I forget something like I genuinely mean it. I forgot, which I will say is kind of a once in a lifetime answer. Rare. But when I'm like, hun, I completely forgot about that. Like it is gone out the memory bomb the same way. It's so good. It comes so handy having oh, a good memory. Yes. I wish I could like Ugh. like be like this and it's like, oh, you didn't do that? Okay, hold on. Well, this yes. shows me that you did know, and the, I did tell you. Oh, yeah. Pull the receipt right out my brain. Oh, I would like, love that. If, if I had a superpower, that would be it. Because yeah. people try to try me, like, in my memory, I'm like, I know I know, I don't remember any. I know I don't forget anything. Yes, and it won't even be anything, like, crazy right, or serious. Or it's just, like, directions or, like, what my friend said about this, you know, restaurant we went to. And I'm like, no, you didn't say that. Yeah, da, 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 da. Like, exactly. it's little shit like that. And they'll be like, no, I didn't. I'm like, I love you, girl, but you said this and this and that. Plus that. Right. And I remember because you were having this drink and da 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 And you were like, wearing this and then. Yes! I'm this. Yes. It's. So crazy! Like I, I don't. I've it. never met someone that like has like such a good memory. Ugh, it's like, so it's, good, uh, especially like nights out and stuff, and going out in nightlife too. I love it because like my friends will often ask, just be like, "What about last night?" and things like that, and I'll have the whole night recap <laughs> for them the next morning, or I'll just bring up some shit that they don't even remember. They're like, right. "Wait, what? What happened with this guy?" I'm like, "You don't remember because details and let everything." Let me tell out. you what happened. Exactly, and even when I'm crossed, memory. Oh yeah, still yeah. there. The only time is when I black out, which is, as of lately has been very slim to none. Even though I did black out last Monday, this past Monday, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but if I'm crossed, I remember most of it. Mm. I used to have a better memory, but also with age, I'm sure things become what are what am I, Mariah Carey, forgetful. Suddenly, I can't read. That's so, the quote of hers. <laughs> I always bring. Up. I'm like suddenly oh I God. can't read. Suddenly I can't read. Ooh. No, I'm the same way. For me, it's like short-term shit. Like, short-term memory things, like, can't remember. But 
long term. I'm like, why do I remember what shirt my mom was wearing when I was two years old? Or I get that random too. shit that doesn't make sense nor really is relevant to, to anything, or no. it doesn't it doesn't contribute to anything. But guess what? I remember. You know, something really weird happened to me the other day. I was taking a shower. I was mm -hmm. going to go to take a shower. And I usually wear, like, a platform sort of, like, um, UGG thing to go in the shower. In. Not in the shower, but to walk to the bathroom in. I feel like I had um, one of those Mandela effects. Because when I got out of the shower, those sandals were not the ones that I walked in. And I remember putting them on. So that, that's what freaked me out. Because I opened the curtain and I looked down. I'm like, that's not what I walked in here with. And I was like, I know because I I took those off to put those on. Like I consciously mm. said, like I'm taking these off. And I'm like, did future me come back here to do something? And did I was I like, you maybe. know, because I watched Charmed. So yes, uh, I, so to me, I'm like, Charmed. maybe future me came here to like warn me about something and change my slippers for exactly. some reason. So I'm like, okay, work. I'm just gonna go by that. Interesting. But it was really creepy. I was like, I was like, I know, like I know for a fact. Interesting. I need to keep an eye out for shit like that. Oh, hell yeah. No. Supernatural all amongst us. No, for real. Like, <laughs> the human, like, I've been saying this to my best friend Giuseppe lately. Like, we are fucking superhuman, like, all of us. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Like, we don't have, like, the receipts printing out the brain superpower just yet. But, like, <laughs> we have a few in we our purse. Few. You know, which I'm not mad at. I'm, like, really sensitive to time. Oh, same. So, like, I could like wake up on a day not like not look at the calendar nothing have no actual tangible evidence as to what day it is and be like i feel like it was this album's anniversary three years ago today or like three years ago today like my grandmother from egypt came or something and like That's later on in the day i'll check you know on my phone for receipts and they'll be there and everything <laughs> it happened the other day i was walking around here and i was like it feels like i started work at the breakfast club like on this day years ago check the calendar and i was right that is that does sound like a superpower i will say it's like it's weird. really it's yeah wow because i think mine is i know when someone has texted me or like try to contact me and i know exactly who it will be yeah and i look at my phone and because i'm always on do not disturb i was about to ask <laughs> i'm the same i think that's what like strengthens that skill yeah. and talent is when you're a dnd yeah. girl so like I look and I'm like, oh, I knew this person was gonna text me about something, or like I knew something important was gonna come through, or like I, I know I'm, I know I'm gonna receive like an invitation to do something, and I look, bam, there it is. Exactly. How do you love the do not disturb life? Because I personally obsessed. I, I I don't I can't live disturbed. So I honestly have to put my life on do not disturb. I um it's rare when I'm not on do not disturb. It's really really rare. When I'm not, it's probably because I forgot, or just didn't think that I needed to be undisturbed or or, I, or like a day where I'm like, oh, nobody's going to text me today. Mm -hmm. But I love that feature on anything uh, and everything. It's beautiful. The whole phone, not certain contacts. No. All oh, everything. Including work. I don't care if this is filmed. No. Because I also work. never liked notifications. I've always had them off since I've ever had a phone. Mm -hmm. um, and now that I just can't, I can't even hear anything happening. I'm just like, this is bliss. And then I forget. And also because I'm also like, I, I may be on the phone, like on my phone doing stuff. But like, it's not alerting me to like do anything else, yes. which I love. Like, I love it. It's, it's so calming. It's so peaceful. It's so nice. I like the whole idea of a notification to me, especially with like the ringer on. That's so goofy. 
Like that's so <laughs> 2009, you know, Verizon, LG, Envy phone, oh, getting girl. text messages with the sound on per each message. Like so goofy, so seventh grade, so, so not needed. No, stone ages. Yes, truly. It's just barbaric. Like mm. I, I turned my phone off, do not disturb the other day for two seconds because my friend was going to call me. We wanted to catch up in that two minutes. I felt like four different text messages I got from other people. And I go to Giuseppe, my best friend, who religiously does I not have Giuseppe. his phone. I love him. I love Giuseppe. That's my sister. Oh my God. Of like 24 years. Like, Isn't she 24? Lifetime. <laughs> I've known, we've known each other since we were in diapers. We have like baby videos and that's everything. Ins- I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's together. fab. Mm-hmm. I love long friendships. I think they're very important. Like Same. People that have seen you through all your eras through all your downs, your lows, your highs. At the moment that it was happening, not that you have to like reinform a new friend about like your full Absolutely. Like this is why you the way you are kind of thing. Like that's beautiful to have. Yeah, we know each other inside out. It's wild. Like we're friend. actually like genuinely telepathic or however you pronounce it. It's crazy. But he him and I don't see eye to eye on the do not disturb thing oh. <laughs> whatsoever. He notifications down. That's me and Matthew. Really? Uh, he's, he's like a get notification girl. Uh, I think so. I well, she's always on her phone. Interesting. So like I well like I don't respond right away because first of all it's on do not disturb so I don't see it right away. So when I go check my notifications, I'm like, oh, she called me. So I text her. I'm like, hey, what's exactly. up? Exactly. You know, like it's just like I and uh, Brace is the same way. She's like, put me on the list of I can disturb you. I'm like. No. I'm like, I just don't want to be disturbed, period. And figure out how to get through it, because there is a way. Apparently you have to call a few times or something, right? Yes, is you that have what to it is? call back to back, like twice. So like the moment we don't answer, call right back, and that call will go through. Oh, I still haven't gotten that. It hasn't gone through. No, no, my, well, they never call me back to back, They just because they already know that I'm on the night disturbed, mm-hmm. so it's like. Oh, that's she's not gonna pick Giuseppe's up. way of getting through to me, and he'll tell me he'll be like, "Check how many missed calls you have for me," and I have like six. Oh my god! But on that seventh, I'll answer maybe <laughs> or respond with the. T- oh, <laughs> oh love my you, god. girl! Not the seven. Cheers to twenty-four more years, but babes, like it's just not my lifestyle. But yeah, I felt like all those messages, and I was like, just feeling the phone vibrate in my pocket or in my purse. No, it's a chop. Oh my gosh, it's 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 not a good feeling. I feel naked when I'm not on do not disturb, and I can see that or feel that somebody yes. has trying to contact me. Mm-hmm. And it might sound I don't know I don't know why people don't like it or like why people would not want to have that kind of peace in their life, because like it gives you leisure to answer and do things on your own time. Exactly. It's not like I'm ignoring you. I just I'm I don't sometimes I just don't have the bandwidth to like have a full conversation or like answer a question because that will snowball into more and I already know and I'm just like I need time for myself yes. I'm always around people my life is to be social mm-hmm. when I'm home I want to be as antisocial as possible I there's times Same. where I haven't where I realized I haven't uttered a word in like six seven hours and I'm like what the fuck yep well, I do the same thing same thing I, it's, and it, it feels it honestly like I love it like I think it's I think it's healthy. I think so too. I think it's literally what you said. It's just peace. And like, it sounds so preachy to be like protecting your peace. But like to me, like that's protecting my peace. Like even family, like my father called the other day, everyone's on do not disturb, love him, but he's on (laughs) do not disturb too. And he's like, why aren't you answering? And I'm like, 
I'll get to it in a few. I'm out. You know, like we live in the city. Like, so we're on the train. Da, da, da. Like, I'm not going to be that person that's on the phone on the train. Oh, no. Because we're going to go underground and I'm it's going to disconnect. You. It's so goofy. Yeah. It's, it's so unnecessary. I love goofy, though. I, because it, it, like, there's certain things that are stupid, <laughs> ridiculous, corny, but something that's goofy is vividly goofy. <laughs> Like, I love, like, I say that word and I mean it. That shit is so goofy. Oh, God. I love it. That's such a New York thing to say, too, though. I feel like everybody... Is it like, really? Well, yeah, because in high school, I remember that was like, oh, people would be... <laughs> people would always just say, like, oh, you you mad goofy for that. Right, right. You mad goofy for that. Mm. I just... I've always loved that word. Because it's so descript. It's so descript. That and corny, they're just the oh, two corny. things. I really like. I remember growing up and not liking that word. Like, I felt like corny was a little weird. But now, I'm just like, when it's really corny, like I have to say it. Like, exactly. It because it is exactly when something's really corny, you know, and it, it kind of gives you like an ick of sorts. Yes. What are your icks, if you had to say? Um. Hmm. I feel like I. I um. What is that word? I, I, my icks are, oh, I don't know, actually. I don't like a lot of, it might sound like weird, but I don't like a lot of attention all the time. Like, it has to happen when I need it, yes. right? And I know people say, you're a Leo, you want attention. I'm like, not necessarily. The thing is, like, what you have to, when, when, pe when people say that and when I say no, what you have to take in consideration is, like, look at me. I'm going to attract attention regardless. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I just want it to be a little less than usual, you know, like, mm -hmm. or when I want more, then that's when you see that I'm going to go all out. I'm going to be loud. Yes. I'm going to be very present and very in your face. But for the most part, I like to just be kind of like not under the radar, not over the radar, but just enough on the radar, you know? Mm. Um, I also, like, I'm not very affectionate. I don't know. Like, I could be, but, like, you also have to let me do that. Like, don't, like, ask me. For, yeah, like, like, you'll get to it at yeah, your time. Yeah. Mm. I think that, and I also, like, I hate when, um, oh, this is my biggest ick, when people repeat themselves. As if I didn't hear you the first time. Yep. Like I said, I have a great memory, so I know that you said that already. Exactly. You've said that before. Exactly. Don't say it again. Because uh, it's like, my boyfriend does it all the time. It's like, he'll do like, he'll tell me a story that he's told me like a few times before. And then I'll say, oh, I know. And I, if I tell you I know, that means wrap it up. We don't got to mm -hmm. finish the like, I already know what's going to happen. I can tell you what's going to happen. He'll continue telling me the story until he's finished. And I'm like, and that's why I look like I'm not listening because I'm just like, I already heard this. Because you have me seated here for a rerun. Right. I've heard 20 times. Right. I'm like, I know I heard it. Like, every, but everybody does it. Like, I realized everybody that I know does it to me. And I'm like, do they not, do they for, did they forget that I... We had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, you told me the story. I already know about the story. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's my biggest ick. It's like when people repeat themselves or make me repeat myself or do things over and over again. Yes. That's my thing. I think repetitiveness in, as a whole, I hate. Same. I can't. Same. I can't do it. Because like, if somebody's speaking, I will listen regardless. Yeah. Even if I don't care, that I'll just throw that thought out. But yeah. like, I'm listening. I'm going to keep it till I need it. Kind of like when you study for a test. You keep the information, you retain it till you need it. You write your answers, gone. Mm -hmm. For the most part. You know what I do now for people that like repeat themselves or like will repeat something to me that I already know? I will finish the sentence happily 
for them. I had managers <laughs> at my last job and shit like that and people above me that would be like, oh, did you do the... And I'll fully, like, Devil Wears Prada, be like, oh, the so-and-so-and-so with this and that. That's bad. I do sometimes, like, but, like, I, I feel like sometimes they still don't get it. And they have to get it out. I'm like, why do you need to get it? You already got it out. You already yeah. told me. Yeah, people get very confused by us demure ladies, yeah. I realize. They, they really don't think we're listening just because we're... Yeah. That's us listening. We're That's, being active how else listeners. are you supposed to look like when you listen? Are you supposed to talk back and cut them off? You know? Exactly. That's what. I, that's how I feel. Like, I mean, exactly. I try, like, sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm being a bitch, so maybe I should just let them finish the story for the third fucking time. But sometimes I'm just like, no. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, and the rabbit fell, right? Okay, work. Exactly. Like You told me. Like, I tuned in the first time, babes. <laughs> I'm listening. I love the rerun one. I'm going to use that one. I'm going to use that Wasn't one that so fierce? hard. That was so fierce. Mm -hmm. That, that was so cut. Like, Wasn't it? <laughs> that was so cut. You had me seated for a rerun. I saw that word <laughs> splat on the floor, and I looked, and I was like, she was kind of cut. You ate that one, mama. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. The sugar-free Red Bull's kicking in, which I... <laughs> Thoroughly enjoy. That's oh, I quit Red Bull. <gasps> like it's just. I mean, they follow me on Twitter, so don't unfollow me. But oh shit, you I, need to DM them for me. I need a sponsorship. Oh, girls, same. Pride is coming up, girls. Send me. A, I mean, I love Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Red Bull's everything. It gave me wings. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, but like my heart. Like after the after the um the what you, the shot that we got for the COVID stuff really? like I've heard about a lot of incidents where people have had like heart attacks at a young age mm. and also like Red Bull it's just like it really adds to that so I'm like you know what I'm yeah. gonna try to substitute even though a drink with Red Bull is the best drink ever <sighs> I will have to say like a Hennessy Red Bull girl you will get your motherfucking life yeah. but I had to like reel it back in because I'm a woman of a certain age and I can't be having a heart mm. attacks out here you know it's, it's you know i'm trying to be healthy and stuff i'm trying to survive for another like what 25 years yeah i'm giving myself i'm counting. more than that i just don't want to be like old no you know like look it yes you know? exactly or exactly. i feel it like i like whenever i like look at like a, a poor little old person like on the street with a cart or just by themselves walking because they need to like stretch their legs i'm like god don't let that be me mm. i deserve better and I, and I put my legs through hell with the, like with life so i i know that i'm gonna be one of those bitches with like fucked up joints same just like walking around like with a limp oh well, a cute little limp actually you know i think sometimes like a, a little limp. limp yeah right <laughs> i think a limp is sometimes hot like whenever i fuck up my ankle or something and i have a little limp the next day i think it's kind of hot it makes me yeah. look like character <sighs> exactly yeah you're like they're like what's what was your plot and you're like oh well well here it is Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was just on a jog and I, you know, landed my foot the wrong way. I, I, I uh, a bike hit me. An electric city bike hit me, and I. No, I'm oh. kidding. But I've been hit by a bike before, and really, yeah, in Puerto Rico. <laughs> when we were kids, we were playing around and being stupid, and like this guy and a bike just kind of like hit me and like flew. But it, and then my, my grandmother was like, "Oh my God, what am I gonna tell your mother?" Cause I was visiting for the summer and mm. it was oh it was a mess. I was just I was just limping for a little bit, but then the week after, me and my ex got into like a motorcycle accident, and so like I fell and slid and like my whole side was oh. all scraped. And then I think the week after that, I had to come to New York for school for the first day of school. It was just a mess. I was such a messy teenage like uh, preteen, I guess, because I was like twelve, mm. just giving it, just being. 
Instagram function. Hot though. It's so hot. Good. Like what you were saying before we film, like good content for the memoir. Literally the, the memoir. We gotta work on the memoir, the plots. There's gonna be multiple plots. Exactly. Exactly. We gotta talk about them. We gotta bring them to light. Exactly. The documentary writing. narrated the documentary. by Brazier Ray, the one and only. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My sister writing it all. I know she's writing right now. Oh. She good at that. Love her. How was childhood like preteen era for you? Oh, it was Honestly, it was a lot of fun. I spent a lot of times in a lot of time in Puerto Rico. I grew mm -hmm. up between here and there, and um, I would go there every summer after it, I was moved here because I was I didn't I didn't choose to come here. Understand? Like Naomi Campbell said, I didn't want to be here, so I was made to be here. So yeah. I would like to get this over with and get on with my life. But I was moved here, that. and I I mean I'm glad that it happened because you know I learned English and you know like I have a good life and all that. And like an, and I know Spanish fluently, which is fun. Mm. But we grew up like uh, with I grew up with my cousins. Like it was they were, like my friends when I was growing up. And then when I came here, it was hard. It was harder to make friends because you know you don't know English so well. Yeah. And then you you're dark skinned, so everybody assumes you do. So people are just saying things to you. You're not responding back. Mm. So people are like pushing you and like saying things, and you're like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. But um, my childhood was really fun. I had a really good time. I um. When I moved here, I became a real big fan of like MTV, MTRL, yep. and I actually got like a fake ID to go see like <gasps> the Black Eyed Peas, Gwen Stefani. Like I was there like almost every day after school. No way! I saw Rihanna perform at a Toys R Us <gasps> across the street from the MTV studio from Viacom. And she was doing the Ponda replay. Oh, she had no wig on. She just had like her natural hair. It was a bob. I have like um. Um, camera like photos of it. Yes, just like she was so young. She was probably like sixteen or and I, I like you needed to be sixteen to go to Tarot. I was like fourteen, so like my sister got me a fake ID, oh, and she would just take me. Yes, and it was so much fun. Like wow, so much fun. Like I had like I would do like I was a huge fan of like oh. Ashley Simpson. Yes, so whenever she released her album, I saw her everywhere she stepped foot in New York. I mm -hmm. literally I stalked her. Really? Stop. I still, I mean, that album is still like one of my favorite like albums Pieces ever. Pieces of Me, so yes. good. So and good. And the other one with Lala after yes. it. Like, Lala is a bop. Bob. She ate that album. Uh, like, even yep. the deep cuts are like, yes. so good. And I was going through my angsty phase, you know, just like shopping at Hot Topic. Exactly. And dark eyeliner and spiky belts. Oh, on, all of know, it. The boobies, it. bracelets, and everything. That oh was my later. God, but yeah. The Converse with all the lyrics written on oh them gosh, and your friends right. signing. No. That was a time. Ooh, yeah. Wow. TRL. TRL. When you said that, like, I got chills. Like, <laughs> that was my lifelong dream. Like, when I tell you, like, I was raised T. by TRL. T. Like, it's in my cover letter. Like, I would run home every day from school to make it in time for TRL. Because it was at, like, 3.30, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. That's where I saw Britney for the first time, and I just knew. Oh, me too. All of it. Wow. Oh, you're a Britney stan, right? Down. Same. She raised me. Really? What's your she favorite? Absolutely Britney oh my song. god, you can't ask me that. Or Britney album. Britney album. Because that I tells think. you like what kind of girl you are. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you. I'm gonna do the greatest hits album because it has my prerogative. Okay, you genius. Mm -hmm. And the covers kind. And the covers fab. You saw that jacket with yes, the big with, exactly. the, with the big hair. I'm like Miss Britney girl. Oh you ate that. Gosh. You ate that little one. The hat on her, that oh, that uh, hair <laughs> on her is 
everything. And the abs. I'm like, girl. She I was the reason know. why I got my belly pierced at like 18, 17 or 18. Really? Yeah. I was like, I was like, I need, I need my stuff. I want, I need my belly pierced. I need it. <sighs> she, she's mother. Crazy mother, but mother. But mother. Period. People like that's the thing. Like, like kids don't understand. Oh, they will never understand. They don't understand the takeover. And I'm like, oh my god, I sound like an old gay talking about you know Judy Garland. You know what I mean? But it's <laughs> well, like she, you know, for us in our generation, like that's who we looked up to. Like the closest to her to to like the, another legend was Madonna, but she was like ten years younger, like yes. ten years before that. So like I grew up with Britney. I was like eight when she came out. Exactly. At you that know? point, like Madonna was already doing like her, you know winning lap around yeah. the industry and just like doing shit just to do shit at that right. point, which is crazy and amazing. But like we were raised on that girl. Mm -hmm. Like nobody understands like the level of takeover that girl had. Like she was everywhere. She was literally like the staple of my childhood. And I, and that whole like rivalry with her and Christina, like I didn't really care. I honestly thought that like Christina was like, I would listen to her cause of her voice. And then when she got dirty, I was like, now that's what I want to see. Stripped, hello. Stripped. That whole album also, it was chef's kiss. It was like a masterpiece. Like vocally, like the, the sound, like yes. it was just so new, so raw. Yes. And she was so in love. And then she wasn't. Uh, no, um, infatuation. <laughs> infatuation. Yeah, exactly. I actually know the guy who she wrote that ab about, who's the who's um, Adrian Bailon's cousin, I think. His no yeah, way. Yeah, he used to work with me at uh, Bloomingdale's when I had a day job. <gasps> yeah. He was like a backup dancer on Dirty with the braids. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. I can't remember his name right now. I think it's like Jesus or something like that. But he's like so much fun. He's so cool. Um, he's lived a lot of lives. Wow. But yeah. Imagine having one of Christina's best songs, and that's about you. Yeah. Oh, that's when you The know Spanish you Lover. Oh, my gosh. The little <laughs> the interlude that comes right before. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That album. That's the thing. Like, love Britney, but like, if I was Britney around that time and I heard that album, I, my, I would be shaking a little bit. What was Britney doing around that time? That was like 2002. 2002, yeah. So, so the self-titled album was already out. Okay. And she was on the Dream Within a Dream tour. Tour. Oh, which was my biggest <sighs> regret was not being not going. I mean, I I mean I was 12, so I couldn't really like do much about it. Mm -hmm. But I like I remember when it came out on HBO. Yes. And like in Las Vegas. Oh, I recorded it on my VHS, and yeah. then I bought it on the DVD. And it was I was I learned. Every, like that part with her and she's like dancing against herself in the big TV. Yes, for lonely. For lonely. Oh! <laughs> Just eating it. Oh, come on. So good. That whole section, my favorite from that show is what it's like to be me. Oh my she God. She was mad as she hell. Was feeling, and then when she tripped, she kind of tripped. Yes, and she landed in yes. hair up. And, oh my God. People, Don't you want to be mommy? Da, 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 the oh, slow-mo thing. Hair sweaty and everything. The green pants were off. a serve with that top that was like yes. one side and like a rip in the middle. With the little hand gloves. She knew. She knew. Which, no, my favorite was the entrance of that whole show was fab with when oops. she was like in the on the wall mm -hmm. and it was like oops i was like oh my god i'm actually doing oops for nikki o's show coming oh up. screaming you know i'm there oh girl I'm, it's gonna be foul it's i'm be so much fun. not ready for that there's nothing i love more than like artist dedicated events let alone like britney ones oh i mean every single one. one i i would never say no to a britney show ever like, never i can do deep cuts i could do 
the top whatever like mm-hmm. just give it to me i know I, i'm like one day i want to do like cinderella or bombastic bombastic is bombastic one of my songs from Actually, the self-titled album was really great. I was going to say, you're very much a self-titled album. Girl. Yeah, definitely. I see that. You did Slay For You 2 at the last yes. year's Night of a Thousand Bernies. And that was fun. I was like, I actually called Mariah and I was like, can you teach me the choreo like step by step? Because I know it, but I know that like when you get up there, you also get choked up. Yes. So she like sends me a video of her doing it and like step by step and... Shout out to my sister because she got me together. And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to kill this. Mm-hmm. She said it's left palm, right yes. palm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's things that queer people never forget. No, literally. It plays when I'm at the gym and I'll be like, in like walking the treadmill and I'm still just like. <laughs> still I trying to get my those videos of like guys that live in like Texas or something and they were like in full yes. cowboy outfits and they break into the whole choreography and they yes. like clear the room. They're like, let me show you how it's done. They take off their cowboy oh. hat and they're like, wah, wah. In- exactly. and I'm like, yes. Uh, we love. We love. That's really, that's mother. Yeah, like I could go mother. on and on oh, and me on too. and on Trust. and on Trust. and on and on about that lady. Who else did you look up to? Um, It was definitely like the pop girlies for me. Um, I didn't get into like a lot of the classic women until later in my life. Like mm-hmm. Whitney, I got into like, after my in my 20s and stuff like that but like in my teens it was britney ashley jessica a little bit um beyonce for sure i was a destiny's child stan i had Damn. every album what's your favorite album um i think brandon's on the wall is pretty good but also destiny fulfilled they actually they they ate that one because the, it really felt like like it was it like that was they did what they could have done together yep and it was like their thank you to us yeah and i i i fully received it that way because I'm like, yeah, y'all great do things like separately and together. But like this brings everybody's new sound into one album. Yeah. And it shows that like, cause at first you couldn't tell that they were all really well choreographed either. Cause they wouldn't do like super heavy choreography in their songs until Beyonce came out with crazy in love. And she was like every song, a dance break. I was like, okay, work down. So when she brought that into destiny's child, I was very impressed. Exactly. With, with my breath. Exactly. Because I was like, oh, the girls are dancing. Exactly. Like, for real. And so I think that I, Destiny Fulfilled is actually, like, a masterpiece for them. I like think they, so, too. And it just wraps up their whole career as a group, I think. Beautifully. Even the name and everything. Like, and, you know, I remember that time so vividly. Oh, yeah. Because, like, people don't realize, like, that was post-Crazy in Love. So it's like we've seen Beyonce launch into the world and, like, be who she is, who we know her now to be. But it's like to come back and still make that masterpiece with the other girls and show mm-hmm. all the other girls so well and so beautifully. Like the album has like bops, but it also has some of their best deep cuts. It's really, really, really if t-shirt, t-shirt. Like, I was gonna say t-shirt. Oh, oh t-shirt. T-shirt are, is for a particular type of lady. Yeah. And I'm that kind of lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I like that they like the, they picked the right singles too, I feel. I, it was just I, I loved it like especially like girl did you see that one video where Beyonce's yelling and they're like they take out all the music and it's just like her singing yes. and it's just literally her yelling at Kelly <laughs> yes in the middle of brunch yes just out of which, which is not like so far fetched like I feel like we that happens to us all the time every weekend yeah <laughs> every weekend and if we're not at brunch then it's happening in my living room Saturday night after or no Saturday morning after the Friday night right excursion. Right. Of whatnot in the Sex in the City reference in the video. Oh, absolutely. You know, I didn't catch that until I'm gonna say it right now. 
because I, I know somebody said something about that before and it kind of just like even when I watch the video now I'm just like I get it but like now that you now you saying it just makes more sense to me for some reason yes I think it's the way you speak you have a very well spoken voice so oh, like I believe you. everything you said interesting yeah wow okay I'm gonna use that for my own good now okay hot <laughs> no but I'm like the same way because I remember like around that time I was like this looks like that one show da 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 and then my manager here at the studio is playing it. I just looked at the way like the opening credits are falling and I was like in the slow-mo shots of them stepping out the cabs. I'm like, this looks like Sex and the City. Right. And I'm like, oh wait, 2005. Oh, okay. That's the whole point. And the movie came out shortly after, no? Or was yeah. it still, or was the show still airing? I think the movie came out like 2006, seven, something like okay. that. So literally like right around okay. that time though. Oh, what a childhood. Right? Had. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, no wonder we're so where we are in terms of like technology and social media presences and stuff like that's because we grew up with all these girls and we grew uh, up with such and a honestly they were mother we had so many mothers we did we were mothered out bro like, no girl. literally because not many now are mother we have a lot of potential mothers this is uh, a potential i mother. feel like everybody that's trying not trying but everybody that's mothering the children now are our mother's kids like the Ariana. Yes, exactly. You know, we, they, we, they, everybody has their their Britneys, their Beyonces, their Ariana. Thankfully, yes. like Beyonce's still kind of like doing Mother. her thing and still very um, current with her music and stuff. But like Ariana's like mother for like a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know any other people, so that's the, uh, that's just, I think Ariana's the last pop girl I rem I know. I don't know anybody new. Like, for the last five, six years. I'm an Ariana stan. She's one of my mothers, too. She's fab. She really, really aged. She's... And every time I see her interviews, I really, really enjoy them. Same. Which is rare because, like, I don't know. I just, I didn't picture her to be that person who she is. And she's actually really funny, really cool, really fun. Mm -hmm. She really is. She actually does give that, like, oh, I don't give a fuck type of attitude that, like, the girls back in the day used to have. That's that very seamless, like, oh, that doesn't really bother me. Type no. of thing. I love that. So Such ease. Yeah, especially somebody at, like, her level. Yeah. You know, like, she's always just kind of, like, been her in a way. She's gone through different trajectories and whatnot in her career. But, like, what I love about her and that I remember, I'm like, she's just, like, a Boca girl. Like, <laughs> when you just see her in her element just talking with, like, her deep voice, it kind of gives me, like, Paris in a yes. way. Where, like, Paris has the voice she puts on, and then she's actually talking like right. this. That's Ariana in all of her interviews. And I'm like, I like that yeah. girl. I like her. I do like her. I like her a lot of music. I like a lot about her. I like, I like her. She's the last pop girl I like. I could say that. Mm -hmm. Out of everybody else, I don't I actually don't know who anybody else is coming up in the pop in like world yeah. outside of her. I think everybody else is kind of like sort of indie, but not really because they're like famous enough. Mm -hmm. But I don't really like, I don't dig into them. I yeah. guess. I don't know. No, I'm the same way. It's like, I just, I call those girls just like cousins yeah. at this point. Like, there's mothers, and then I'm like, oh, she cousin that down. Oh, like, cousin that down. No, she, oh my God. <laughs> you ate that one. You ate that. She uh -huh. cousin that down. I think, who said, somebody, I think it was Zachary Campbell that called Ariana cousin years ago. Because he was watching, like, the Dangerous Woman thing, and he would do all those reaction videos. He's like, wait, this is mother. He's like, hmm. <laughs> cousin but <laughs> so that's my remix but that's on fab. it that's fab yeah i'm like the other girls are cousins now which i'm not mad at there's you know room for what? a cousin someone i did grow up with too and i i always forget i don't know why i forget about her there's no reason for me to forget about her because i listen to her every day shakira mother fully 
mother. Fully. I literally listen to her every day, span it, like from her first album all the way to like whatever's going on now. I, well, I don't really like that new one that people are obsessed with. The one that the she wrote about her ex, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like it, but I, I probably listened to it a, maybe like five times. Yeah, people don't realize, like outside the US, like people don't realize, like she's the biggest star she's in the world. She's literally the most famous person on in music. Like they don't realize they that. They play her in every single country and she speaks like five different languages. Like mm-hmm. she has albums that we don't even know about because they just release it in whatever country that she, She's just fab. Exactly. She I is mother. love her. I love her. Her type of fame. In yeah. Because it's also very low key if you think about it. Yes. But she's literally everybody knows who Shakira is. Mm-hmm. Would you want that type of like like that Britney level of fame, or would you want a Shakira esque? I think Shakira because I feel like Shakira could show up anywhere and be like, oh my gosh, Shakira's here, and she could also just show up anywhere and just be like. Oh, hey, girl. What's up? Exactly. Come in here. Let's go shopping. Let's do things that and people won't really like necessarily like, stop you or have paparazzi or stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. that whole paparazzi fame thing, it's just, it's, it, I can see how annoying that could be. Yeah. You know, like just not, like people just taking random pictures of you. You don't even know what you look like in them pictures and oh. you're just there like trying to just get out of the car. Because let me tell you, it's very hard to look really good getting out of a car. <laughs> Yep. I have to say. Oh. Especially, like, if you wear a skirt or a dress, like, you need to rejudge, you know? You can't yes. just raw dog away out of a car. That's why, like, at the Met Gala, they don't come out until, like, they're in the carpet. Exactly. And they're all they in those all sprinters crazy coming that out. they can yeah. stand in, you know? Everybody looks crazy coming out of a car. Yeah. Except Rihanna. But she can't look crazy. In anything. I'm like, for me, it's always getting out the back of a car when you're on the opposite side. Oh, God. I miserably fail at that like every single time my friends and I go out we'll be pulling up to you know the most luxurious prestige place ever aka the Rosemont (laughs) and I'm like really trying to like give it to the girls waiting outside I'm like oh wait until I step in these I just dusted these off with the Lysol wipe let's go and I'm fucking getting my foot stuck in the dashboard and everything slipping a tit falling out I'm like this is not what I thought was glamour oh luckily it was just for the rose for the rosy. Yeah, exactly. Most people, hopefully, were drugged out anyway, so yeah. they don't have much type of recollection. Memory. Where's your favorite place to go out here? Because um, you're everywhere. I, I do, but I, I for me to go out, honestly, I'm going to quote Mother, and I'm going to say um, Sasha Colby. She's like, I like to, if I'm not working, I like to stay home. Like, that's my idea of a good night out is staying in because, mm-hmm. like, I'm out all the time. Even though when I do go out and I'm not working, it's still kind of fun. Um, but I'd rather just like have like intimate times with my friends, like mm-hmm. or by myself, honestly. Um, but if I had to choose, I do miss partying uptown. I used to party uptown, like in the Dykeman and Inwood area a lot mm-hmm. when I was growing up, uh, in the scene. Uh, but mm, I like Hush because Hush, oh no, I guess I do like Hush, but like Hush when it's like bridge and tunnel time, which is like the weekend. I avoid it because these kids just have no manners. I know. Girl, like, they I just have know. no decorum. Like, what is going on? What What is happening in Jersey and in Long Island? Y'all don't got, like... Right. I don't know. I, they, they just right. they just push you. They have, like, they, uh, they have, like, no sense of, like, I'm sorry or excuse me no. or anything. It's just very rude. But, um... Yeah, I would say anywhere that's like a bar that you can actually hear the other person speak. 
I see. Yeah, I love Hush, but like that's the issue that I run into there a lot, especially like you said, like yeah. a Friday or Saturday when it's busy. Like the girls don't do excuse me anymore. Yeah. I like it on a Thursday. Now it's just because I work there on a Thursday, but Thursday's like the Latino night. Thursday's so cute. like, you know, it's just be like good music, good vibes, and we just party and we have a good time. And I'm already out, so I'm gonna supposed to stay for the party. Exactly. Um, but I mostly like to do like things like like when my friends throw events like uh like Damn Steven and Lucas Skywalker mm-hmm. have that DL presents parties that they throw. Yep. And I like like those things like I'll go I'm definitely going. Poppy juice, you will not catch me missing that party. I will be there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same. Um like things like that where like they are like um making space for like black and queer people black and exactly. queer people and um, people of color. Like where I know I'm gonna dance because the music that they play is gonna be bop after bop after bop. Exactly, and it's well mixed. Not just a random, you know, bar or yeah. club night. Everyone's, you know, on things and can't remember. Yeah. And it also feels like an event. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to Poppy Juice tonight. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. going, I'm going to Mercury and Reggaeton tonight. It's just like, it feels like you're going somewhere as an event instead of like, oh, I'm just going out tonight. It's Friday night. Exactly. You know? I still need to get to Mercury. Oh, girl, you'll get your life. Oh, I know. I need you to go. You will get your life. You I, need to go. I like, need to. I think they're having one. I'm not here that weekend, but they're having one on the 1st of June. I think it's called Eclipse or the 3rd of June. But it's all, I think it's all kind of like in conjunction of like, I like their themes of like, you know, yep. um, ast- astrology and all that. Like it all makes so very much sense. Smart. It's very smart. And it makes a lot of sense. I do enjoy those parties a lot. Like, and they're friends of mine, so like they always they they know how to party because we partied together for years now. Yeah. So like they know we all kind of know what we like, and we like pretty much the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. and we go to the same events regardless. So that's the thing. It's like if we're partying, we're partying. Right. If not, we're staying home. Yeah. Like I I want to be guaranteed a good time. How about that? Have some save me some good time. Exactly. I want some good time. I provide some good times for certain people. Why can't I have a good time? That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't need to be on our phones the whole time or like, just let the music be good. Nothing needs to be that deep. No boy drama, no nothing. No. Let's you just could create the boy drama there. Just like, you know, add, add something to your roster. Exactly. You know, and then don't we come ditch. in here saying, ah, oh, blah, 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 blah. It's not talking to me right now. Okay, then don't. Let's go shake this ass. Exactly. And we'll deal with this later. And maybe you'll find somebody to make you forget about so-and-so. Poppy Juice is the best place. I for love. That. I know the best place I know, for had, that. I, ugh, mm. When I was single, girl, I was just there giving it. Baby, cover <sighs> your ears. I was just there giving. I was just having a bald pun intended. A it few, just, yeah, a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the days, and it was always <laughs> a poppy. It was always a poppy juice. Always, literally, like always. They, it's just kind of like where you find either your fling or your. You know your significant other. I know a lot of people that probably that have probably started dating after they met at Poppy Juice. Aww. So it's fab. That's it's, I love sweet. that party because it's also it's also very spacious and you yes. know you get to if you meet somebody there's space for you to go outside and talk. Yes. And have a kiki and you yes. know, all that stuff. So like that, it, it, that like it's it all ties into like the experience of Poppy Juice, which I adore. Same. You know, like it's like you go inside, you party, you dance, you drink, da da da. You go outside, you go for a smoke break, you meet a person, you ask for a lighter, mm-hmm. you meet another person, you know, you have that connection, chemistry, what have you, and you just end up, you know, having a fabulous morning at, you know, the bread and breakfast nearby. I've had that kind of night many a times. <laughs> love. Uh, Poppy Juice, I love it. I'm like the mother of my group. I keep everybody, you know, their tabs all checked and whatnot. 
Bon Noir Poppy Juice, I'm the first to go missing. Oh, baby, we love it. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is so-and-so. I just met him upstairs. That's me as hell. I'm oh, so, but good times. Because if it also, also, like, when you're there, the, the, the venue itself, it's like you're in Alice in Wonderland. So it's like a playground. You, yeah, you... You walk four steps and you're like in a random bathroom with like 17,000 stalls. Yep. Then you turn the corner and there's like a little mini living room. Then you turn around and there's like a green room. And it's yes. just like, oh my God, where did I turn? I love that though. Yeah. I love that about it. It feels almost like a high school in a way. Like yes. when we're outside and like we'll just be sitting there at that point in the night when we're all just like crossed down and just kind of like there. I'll <laughs> look and I'm like, I look at the staircase and everything and people just stay outside. I'm like, this feels like we're at like a queer high school. <laughs> Imagine that. I know. I was just oh, thinking about that. We're wait. telepathic. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We, we, could, we should to make that make happen. Make hmm. Interesting. Let's see how this turns out. That would be really that cute. That would be foul. That would be real con. Like, we could call it cunt elementary or cunt school of contrasta. School of Contras. School of Contras. School of Contras. Hmm. Educuntrin. I'm trying to think oh. how to fit the word cunt into something. Mm, the, that word just tastes so good. I know. I just... Yeah. Cunt. Real it's cunt. so good. It's so hard not to say it to my mom or something. Well, know? I speak to my mom in Spanish, so I, can't, I wouldn't even be able to say it. But well, um, yes. it's, it's... I know there's times where like I was having an interview yesterday with um, some like magazine. And I wanted to say cunt so bad, but I'm like, are they gonna, what are they gonna say? Like, what are they gonna do? What mm -hmm. are they gonna write? So I just, I just kind of kept like trying to reword it into like, yeah, it's magnificent. Oh. <laughs> Synonyms, cunt right. and magnificent. Honestly, yes. Honestly, well, yes. yes. What kind of sorta? What kind of sorta? Uh, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, cunt is just a part of my vocabulary. And like, I wish I could find it a way to put it in like a Spanish way. Yeah. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, how many? How often do I speak Spanish though? Mm. You know. Yeah, it's hard even here at like the studio because most of my coworkers love them, but they're all straight. And you know, I'll be fixing like angles or something, and I'll either be like, "Yeah, that's cute," or like if I do something with the lighting, I'll be like, "That's kind." They're that's just like, "Huh?" <laughs> and they don't know how to react to it, and I'm like, "Oh, it's fierce," and I'm like, mm, "Fierce mm. doesn't even." Mm. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't I think taste like the fierce same. for them. Is like even they're they're like, they still don't get it. Yeah, even cute. Like I realize that like straight people are so different. Oh my god, I Isn't say wild? cute to my boyfriend about random things. I just like the, um, I'll be like, oh, that's not cute. And he's like, how is that cute? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like cute, like meaning like oh, acceptable, lovely, pleasant, yes, good. Yes, it's even just like an affirmation. Affirmation like somebody's like, oh, you're three thirty rescheduled. Okay, cute. Yeah, honestly, like yes. That I feel like that that makes sense in my fantasy. I feel it's like it makes everything. sense in all of our fantasies. Like yes. say, I feel like every when people don't say it, I'm I'm just like I mean I don't I don't think about it, but like if I say it and if you are questioning it, I'm like, there's something wrong with you. Because yep. I think that this is a normal way to speak. Yes. You know? If not, then I'll do my best to, like what you said, convince the person that you're thinking on the same wavelength as I and I won't have to educate you. Right. Hopefully not. And if so, then open your book, babe. Let's read. <laughs> Let's read, doll. But yeah, cute is everything. Everything is cute. Everything is mother. Everything is Not bad. everything is con. con. Not everything is con. Not everything is con. No. Everything could be mother and it needs to. Because I have a lot of like mutuals and stuff that will be like, you call everything mother. And I'm like, well, yes. Everything could be mother if it right. wants to. Yeah. And if you want it to be mother. 
you could work that way. You could work towards that. I support it. Exactly. All cousins could be mothers. Cousins grow up to be mothers. You know, it's You're just speaking for me. Exactly. It's honestly like it's it's dialogue. It's English. It's, it's English dialogue. Language. Exactly. It's just, our, you know, the dialect. It's it's history. Yeah. It's all there. When did you get into performing also? Because I know you've been a nightlife girly. I knew you mostly as a nightlife diva. Yeah. Like, I would always just see you out and about. And then you started performing. And I was like, no, nah, that's yeah. cunt. Speaking of. No, nah, that's cunt. I mothered that, for sure. Down. Um, so, I think what happened was, I was working a lot with Matthew, Matthew Babe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, we were like going all over the place. We would go to like, I think he did like a party for Coachella. And I was pre- performing with him there. Like, I was just like on stage. So, like... I was just on stage so much that it just kind of like started to make sense to just kind of like do it. Mm. But I never really like, I, did, I was like, okay, but how do I go about it? I don't know any like wait, like I don't know any, I knew drag queens, but I, I weren't, I wasn't like close with any or anything. So then um, I spoke to, I didn't, I, did, I kind of put it in the back burner and then I started doing that hosting gig at the Dream Hotel, the Dreamland party. Yep. And, that, and I was literally just there dancing my ass off for like four to five hours in my heels. You know, I had my hair on. I had my outfits looking con. I was always uh-huh. like in like, like a little belt top or something. And Frankie um, comes to me. He's like, have you ever thought about performing? He's like, I see you here every Sunday. You're giving it your all. You're literally performing for these people for hours. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do another? Why don't you just do like a number or two for me at Metro? I was like, I'd be down. So he mm-hmm. got me to do a number at um, Metro Central, which was the party that he had with Candy Muse and channel number five so i did a number i did like a whole rihanna thing matthew made my mix and i was just so nervous because it was so long and i was like but i'm like why like it was full like it was packed to the brim like everybody showed up they were like it's like the debut of bojangles as a performer like on my own so that was my first one and then i did two more and then the pandemic happened which is funny because not funny but which is weird because like i had just quit my job at that point mm. I mean Matthew had this like crazy conversation he was like what are you gonna do with your life sis because you have this day job da, da, da. we got into like this like crazy like um conversation about like what could potentially be my future and then on I was like you know what I should just probably I need to prioritize like what I want to do like I'm getting older like I need to really just kind of like start working towards my dreams like I'm and, like I can't like be working just a nine to five and just thinking that that's gonna thinking that my life is to be a lifer like i know i'm yes. not supposed to be a lifer and i was working daytime while also working nighttime because i was getting booked so much to like host events mm-hmm. and stuff like that but i wasn't really performing i was just showing up as a persona and then the pandemic happened and people were just starting to like uh request me to do like the video ones? What do you call those? Like the Yeah, like the live, like the yeah, at home performances. The at home performances yeah. and stuff. So I did a few. Then um I guess somebody from uh, Miami like saw me perform on one of those videos and hired me to do uh, the Winwood Pride thing. And I did like this Glory. whole thing, which I'm actually performing that tomorrow now that I think about it. But it's like the whole Beyonce um Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and I did it and it was like fab. It was so much fun. Like my friends um helped me film it and everything. And from then on, like people started to see me as a performer because I there was no parties for me to host. So they were mm-hmm. like, "Well, we still want to see you. We still want to see you, like you know, do your thing." So um, I remember my first gig back during the pandemic was 
Pat, Paul Tomasiello. Yep. He hired me to do something on the three dollar bill backyard with Magenta. And I did it. We did this whole I did this whole like mix and from that moment on it got word that I was performing out again and um Janelle and Riffy were the other people to like um hire me to do a show. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Candy had came back from filming Drag Race. And so she they gave her a residency at three dollar bill. This is all like with the mask. The yeah. woman performing with the mask. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, Oh, I did like Midnight Sky and she saw it. She was like, That was Kant. You need to do it at my show and I wanna have you here every Friday whenever or wherever the, the day was. So I did that with her and then from then on people were just like, Oh, you're I heard you're a cunt performer, do this, do this. So I started working with everyone, literally everyone that first like a few months of the pandemic, which I think it was after August of twenty twenty. So from August to like December, I was working literally nonstop. Damn. And um, I got, we got stopped because, the, you know, that new, uh, was it Omicron or something? Yeah, yeah, A new yeah. bitch pulled up to the scene and she was like, the no, sequel. no, no, no. She was like, oh, there's more. So you we stopped see. performing for a good two months. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ms. Omicron. So Miss um, Omicron tried to take over and then we restarted everything. And then I remember Janelle and Tsunami Muse asked me to join them at Pieces one time it was my first time doing it and then i had a really good response and then it just became a thing where they just like oh we do need a third person because candy ain't doing this anymore because you know mm-hmm. she's doing bigger and better things now so would you like to join us and be our third uh person and i said absolutely because i would go to their shows before the pandemic like, right. i was there like almost every monday like me and matthew would just kind of make a night out of it and just go and see them because they were so ridiculous those women those uh girls and so, yeah, I got, I started to really like, I really enjoyed, I knew I enjoyed performing, but I just <laughs> didn't know how to go into it without anybody really to like help me. And I wasn't going to do any competition. That sounds really crazy, but I wasn't going to no, do I get competitions. It. I was like, I don't, I, it's, <coughs> it's not that serious for me. Like I right. like, I like to perform to express my, myself, to like dance, to like really just live in my fantasy, not to like try to prove to you that I win something yeah. or yeah. So that's what that's the only reason I never did a competitions or anything. And from then on, I just like people who just kept coming and seeing me and seeing videos of me in different places. And they were like, oh, we want to hire you. So I just kind of just this kind of became like my full time judge. Damn. And it's been going very well, if I must say so myself. Been It's been like, I think, four straight years of doing it. And then, yeah. And I've been in nightlife for like six. That's crazy. Yeah. That's amazing, though. Yeah. I, it, it's such a weird Congrats. turn of events. But I feel like Aquaria had a similar kind of, like, way into her, into drag, too. Like, she was a club kid first. Yeah. But she was younger. Um, I started off way later than she did. But she, I, I, I look at her career, I'm like, well, that makes sense. You know, like, you started off a club kid, and now you're, like, one of the biggest performers in the world. Yeah. You know, which is so admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's how I got into it. But it, I, I will always say that Matthew was my first, like, drag mother. I she see. pushed me. Yep. And, like, she took me everywhere. She took me under her wing. She would, like, we would go to Paris. We would go to Coachella events. We would do, like, Fashion Week events. And sh- it would just be, like, the Matthew Mazer, the Mazer Bay and Bojangles show. Yeah. And it was always, like, such a fun time because we, like, you know, we have a genuinely good time together. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of, like, made a brand out of it. And we step- and then, you know, we kind of, like, just started doing our our own thing and um well he was already doing his own thing i had to like find my footing into mm-hmm. something and find my way into what i really enjoyed to do and that was performing and i just once i find my footing i was like 
I'm not letting go of this. Exactly. I have it by the neck, and I have not moved it since. Yeah, that's amazing. And look how much has opened up. Yeah, honestly. Once like, you... It's made my life so, like, it's changed my life by, like, 180. That's the right degree, right? That's, it's the opposite. I get those confused. Right. It's I, not 360 because I didn't go back to where I started. 360 is a circle. Exactly. So, so it's one, 180 or 160, one of those. I think 180. 180, yeah, because it's 180 is half of 360. Okay. So I assume. I did a 180, and I was like, you know, I focused yes. on what I wanted to do, and then, like, I, because at first I was taking it, I wasn't really taking it so seriously. Like, I would show up to, to gigs, like, really like drunk or like get really drunk during the gigs and like I have I, ha I don't really get drunk as much as I used to because girl I used to be gone like mm. girl because I was so nervous and had stage yeah, fright course. and like I would see everybody else free doing drinks it too. and get free drinks and I, I, I was just so like I don't know what I'm doing but then everybody be like well we don't know what we're doing so I was like oh so we're at least we're on the same page this is not like foreign territory yep. like I'm not like the only dumb drunk one we all kind of are or some of them are high but I can never get high before a performance. I will give you nothing. Yep. I will give you same <coughs> nothing. Um, and yeah, I just I kind of like it. It's opened a lot of doors for me, and it's made me um, really appreciate the art form as a whole. Because I was always just doing it just to like kind of like express my femininity. Because mm -hmm. you, I like, I needed to find an outlet to do that. And once I found drag, I was like, oh, this is it. Like, I got to live my Beyonce fantasy every day. Exactly. Say less. I'm there. Right. So, um, yeah, I think I think that I made the right choice. For yeah. Sure. How did drag bring you closer to your femininity? Or what did it make you discover about your already existing Because femininity? at first, I was so, like, not wanting to be considered a drag queen because I just thought that it, like, fucked up with my whole gender, like, um, identity and my mm -hmm. thoughts on it because i'm like if they see me as a drag queen they could think they're gonna think that i'm just like a man in a wig trying to, just trying to make some chump change or whatever mm -hmm. but in reality i'm just a performer and i'm i live my life in a very feminine way i am just performing just how the drag queens are performing and it's also exactly. a career like that it's a literal career so like sasha colby don't be just like she's a drag performer because that's what's her exactly. career that's what she does well but that exactly. doesn't take away from her womanhood you know and i think that also watching her and watching all the trans um, performance that I've seen over the years, especially the ones in Miami, mm -hmm. it made me realize, I'm like, oh, that don't mean nothing. Like, I, I can't take away anybody's perception of what it is, but like, as long as I know that I'm still like a feminine being, a femme, outside of what, I, what I'm, I'm portraying on stage, yep. then I'm okay with it because I need to be the one that has to be okay with those feelings. And I'm the one that has to like face, um, my my gender issues you know because those mm -hmm. are my issues you know your perception of me will be completely different than mine and that's okay and it took me a while to really realize that especially with drag because then i started getting confused over it until i realized i'm like girl this is a job this is your job you're literally just doing your job yeah you whatever you take off at night doesn't does not take away from your feminist if that's the word and i think that that drag really helped me like really find my voice in my own feminine body and my own feminine mind because it just made everything feel like it has a place in my in my life yeah. but it's not my life it's not who i am completely it's what i do yeah right yeah yeah, yeah completely it's like drag is what you bring yourself to yes you know what i mean yourself is the consistent 
peace yeah in all the things that you're gonna do in your life and regardless like the things that we do shouldn't make up who we are period regardless exactly. like i'm not a podcast host i do host podcasts but i'm still joey i'm still bad bossy like that's right. just me i'm gonna bring myself to that and i'm gonna bring myself to djing and to other ventures i go into but it doesn't take away from myself necessarily exactly. if anything it might add to it yeah you know and then that relationship kind of reciprocates you give whatever you learned back into that art or whatever it is that you're going into or pursuing. Yeah. If that made any type of sense. No, that did because it's just like you said, it's really, it's your job titles now. Like when I was doing visual styling, I, I wasn't going around like, hi, my name is Bojangles. I'm a visual stylist. Like, no, it's that, that's, yep. that's just what I do. Like I leave that after I clocked out, that was that, that person just is still there in that place. In yeah. That, in at Bloomingdale's. Yeah. You know, like that identity I don't take home. So why would I take home now that I do drag that my life, I'm not just a drag queen 24 seven, you know, I'm a drag queen when I'm on stage. I'm a drag queen when I'm at an event. Mm -hmm. I'm a drag queen when I am entertaining anybody. After that, I'm Bojangles, baby. I'm Bo. Yeah. You know, that's it. Yeah, people don't realize how, like, weird titles are. Like, I've never really liked them. Like, oh, I hate titles. You know? Like, we wear them proudly when we yeah. need to. But they have, they have you know, hours. They have rates. They mm -hmm. have times where they exist and times where they really don't need they to. They have times where they clock in and they have times where they clock out. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you bring up Bloomingdale's, it, like, resonated because it's like, you know, all of us with like daytime jobs or whatever. It's like, we almost always want to lead with like that being the first piece about us when we introduce ourselves to yeah. somebody. And it's like, why is that relevant? That's honestly part of like the least important part of like, exactly. Whatever. It's kind of like those conversations, you know, like when you're when, like in LA, like when you ever have a conversation with anybody, the Ugh. first question is, what, what do, you do you do? Ew. And I'm like, well, hi, my name is Bo. Thank you. Um, I don't live here, if that's if that answers anything mm -hmm. that you're trying to ask me. Um, but I do, however, do drag in New York successfully. Thank exactly. You. And that's it. Like it's just like, what is the? Why do you want to know? Are you gonna try to hire me for something? Like, right. What's the tea, sis? Like, yeah, it's like people either just having no, no form of conversational yeah. skills. Yeah. Very weak. Is that the only thing skills. you care to know about anybody? Like, do you not care about? anything else oh, exactly. do you live here like what are you where are you from like get to know the person before like anything and i get that like what you do has something to do with that but not all of it like and also that shouldn't be your first question <laughs> like exactly it just hi no hello sense. how are you diva you right. know what i mean something. what happened to hi hello to hi hello <laughs> exactly exactly like where are you from where did you grow up what did, um did you, are your parents still here? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Like, there's so many other things that you need to know before you need to know what somebody does for a living. Because I feel like you're just trying to, like, first of all, calculate how much money I have and make. Uh, you're trying to, like, either get some clout or whatever you can get from me or whatever. It's just like, girl, it's not that important. It's weird, and that's the thing. And most of the answers you get from the what do you do, like, they might be cute for two seconds, but yeah, it's really nothing at the end of the day. Yeah, because what else me. am I going to say after that? After, after Oh, I have to drag in New York. What are you, what's your follow-up question to that? Exactly. Like when I was at the Breakfast Club and people would like bring it up to me and be like, you produce for da-da-da. I would just be like, yeah. And most of the response I would get from that would mostly be a question for their for their own 
information or yeah. intel would be like so how's it working with so-and-so how's it when you met this person which yes. like is fierce and i love and i worked hard for that and it's cool to talk about it but also it's like there's so much more to all of us that's so much more fascinating and in-depth and actually worth something yeah. than just that shit and that reminds me of those like tiktoks that are going around now where it's like all these fuckers with like little mics asking people on the street like oh yeah i don't no shade and no hate to anyone that that's your bag that's your bag but like for me i find that so corny in my opinion like asking people on the street whether it's choreographed or not like what do you do da, da, da. like in Can a I way see your house yeah like, girl, what? get out of my face exactly why do you want to see my house exactly and even for the person that the question is being asked to like for me like I understand the idea. It's like it's showing how many cool people there are in this amazing city we're blessed to live in. But also at the same time, it's like for me, if I were one of those people, I think my idea of celebrating my work and what I do looks different than answering to some random person on the street and then showing off, you know, whatever, whatever place I may live in or what pay I make. It's not glamorous at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to show. So it's like it's just a little like to me personally me as a person that shit just never is meant yeah. a lot to me to begin me with either. like you know i mean yeah no i i honestly think that like it's kind of like a cop out to the fact that you have no conversational skills i think that's what it comes down to because yep. unless like unless you're really trying to get something out of me there's real is real no reason to like really badger me with that for the first question of you people rarely ask you for your name nowadays yeah you know they, yes, they Actually. don't. That like hit a chord in me. People do that all the time, especially like when you're working with them. Yeah. Like you'll be on set or something and people just walk and they're like, yes, I'm going to be doing these angles and stuff. And nowadays I'll always be like, oh, by the way, Joey, uh, nice yeah. to meet you. People get so shaken up by that and by eye contact and oh. basic. Eye contact is weird, huh? I isn't feel like it? You have good eye contact. I do. I noticed that this whole time. I'm like, <laughs> you have great eye contact. Oh, no. I like that. to. I Well, I feel like that's another way to show people that I'm listening, you know. Yep. Um, and also, like, I think it's important to, like, you know, if I'm ha having a conversation with you, like, you know, we can talk. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's not like a rush conversation or anything. This is a real conversation. Mm -hmm. So it's important to, like, have some sort of eye contact and yeah yeah it's also a really good way to flirt too it really is that's like if i were to pick the one of many tricks that i use to bag people oh eye contact will get somebody down my cousin she she has been doing this since we've been go we used to go out a lot together back in the day and she has the most amazing eye contact and the moment she locks eyes with that man or person it's over it's a wrap i'm like so should i leave because uh, obviously you're you're really? You, yeah, she is kind of amazing. Interesting. Yeah, she she just has this very sultry look to her too. You know, she's mm. like dark hair, like kind of like darker olive skin, mm. um, really big eyes. But like when she like smokes them, they, they just kind of look like very mysterious. Oh, that's so hot. And she's like the best eyelashes. Yeah, she's just fab. I love her. Shout out to Ashley. I love that. She's con. She's really con. She taught. She taught. Right. Taught me. I guess is the word. To like just honestly that that's how you lead it's like with your eyes because mm -hmm. what people get either that's how you can also tell like people will either get nervous or they'll react well you'll get reaction regardless exactly whether it be like a no a strong no a strong yes a maybe or mm -hmm. a flirtation back but there will be some sort of interaction once you make eye contact with the person you want to make eye contact oh with. yeah exactly and if they get shaken up that tells you that it's like okay well 
not to quote Tony, but like, I guess he wasn't man enough for me. Like, all right, <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> like, all right. Like, if you can't look at me in the eyes here, are you supposed to look at me in other settings that I want to exactly. be with you in? You know? Exactly. That's T. You see? Mind of a master here, mm-hmm. both of us. Exactly. I, I believe so. It's like the eyes. What is it? What are, what are we doing? Are the window to the soul? Yes. <laughs> I know that that other quote where it's like the eyes are the nipples of the face that other thing <laughs> and then bimini butchered it on uk season oh, two that was Grace. hilarious that was hilarious bimini is so kind she is now that's a cunt bitch isn't it because she is. she's probably like she's not like only is she hot and gorgeous but like i know like we could all get drinks or a bevy or a fucking mm-hmm. coffee and just be chatting down and for a minute down i agree i've never met her though no i never have either mm-hmm. but sometimes you just know yeah with these girls, which I, which is what I like. I love seeing a person just being like, not just like, oh, they're gorgeous, but like, I like them. Like, I like that girl. I think like it's such an underrated emotion. Yeah. To have for people, especially in New York. Yeah, people are weird. People are yeah. weird everywhere, but like, people are weird. That's why when you brought up LA, I still haven't been to LA. I'm like, oh, you're not really missing. I mean, it's beautiful though. It's like, gorgeous. I feel like it just I gives bet. you like a good mood because it's always sunny. There's yeah. always something like nice that you can do but it's just more what bothers me is like i don't know how to drive like i don't have a mm. license or anything and i'm not planning on learning anytime soon i love being a passenger princess exactly but like that's the only inconvenience to me but everything else like the lifestyle there in theory is very healthy and very good for you you know because the sunlight is good for you yeah. you know nice walks when you go to the mountain to like the when you go trekking or whatever that's nice Erewhon is great mm. expensive but great yeah. Um, and people just try to live a health. I don't know what it is about over there, that, but everybody wants to live a healthier lifestyle for some reason. Interesting. Which is kind. Which is kind. Health is kind. Health is kind. And green juice is kind. Oh, green juice is real kind. I love that. Extra juice. pineapple in it. Kind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Juice Press after this, actually. Oof. I like a good ju- Juice Press is really I good. I like their juice. juices. Oh, juice is so underrated. It is. I was talking about it with my friend Jason the other week. So underrated. I Whether it's it. like a pressed juice or like straight up like a fucking like juicy juice. Yeah. Like sugar and everything in it. It's so good. It's better than soda, first of all, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't drink soda. Mm-hmm. I, like I would have to really crave soda. I'm a Diet soda. Coke girl, but I do second the yeah. opinion that juice is still better than yeah. soda. Like adults that get juice on an airplane, I'm like, mm, my kind of girl. <laughs> I love watching a grown lady get an apple juice on a plane. I'm like, you're a bad bitch. Okay. Oh, does it kind of have champagne in it? Ooh, that sounds good. Like, like an apple mimosa. I don't think I've ever I've had apple juice. That. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think I've tried it either. Now that I said it out loud, I don't know why I said it. I thought you meant orange, but you said apple. But apple could Wait. be a moment. That could be a moment. Okay, so queer elementary school <laughs> <laughs> and an apple mimosa. Wait, that sounds so. I think it would I feel Apple-losa. like the champagne and the apple like juice of it yes will give like something good mm. even like in the fall too like a maybe like a whiskey and like apple juice moment <gasps> put some cinnamon in there mm. and I'm not even a drinker like that but I'm like this I'm actually like, you're, sounds you're, good you're talking like a like a real um mixologist oh wow <laughs> definitely not me you said cinnamon i was like wait now you're putting ingredients in this bitch dry ingredients yeah absolutely things <laughs> okay, around the work. rim oh no the only thing i mix are my red bull and my lifesaver gummies before the club you love lifesaver gummies i love you've them. mentioned them at least three times already i know because like i love eating them but they're also like the way i look at red bull like i identify with that i'm almost in red bull colors today 
sugar-free Red Bull colors. But I like look at lifesavers and I'm like, I just identify with those. Like I have them in my bag at the club and I know I'm going to be okay for the rest of the night. Wow. What's your favorite? Are they the gummies? Yes. I think, I think I've had, I think I've had those. I've definitely had those, but I don't think I've, you see, when you go to a store, those are not the first things that I would like pick up. Yes. For me, it's like a lollipop. Like a, like a blow pop. Love a lollipop. I've been eating blow pops since the 90s. Oh, you're a blow pop girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, because the Spice Girls had those lollipops. Exactly. And from when they yes. continued them, I had to find the blow pops. Mm-hmm. And they were fa- in Puerto Rico, we have these like blow pops that are like mints. So, you know those Ooh. big circle mints? Yeah, yeah. They put like a stick on it and it's an actual lollipop. <gasps> so, whenever I go to Puerto Rico, I buy like bags of them and I bring them because oh. it's so fab to like suck on a lollipop and it's actually minty and not like fruity. Yeah. Sometimes, like when you drink and you have fruity breath, at the same time, it kind of mixes into something not so cute. Exactly. And even like your breath after, it feels like you're just like an eight year old all over yeah. again in a not youthful sense. And not kind. No. Not kind at all. Not at all. Minty Breath is kind. But, um, yeah, I've always been a blow pop girl. Like, I will go. Wow. If you ever see me at the club, nine times, well, not anymore, because I'm trying to be more dental friendly, but, you know, insurance is very expensive. Um, but I will most likely have, like, a blow pop in my bag. Genius. Usually sour apple. Sour or apple is so good. Cherry. Because cherry also gives you, like, a nice, like, red tongue. And it's cute. Yes, exactly. A little lip tint, if you will. Mm-hmm. And why not? I love yeah. cherry sour apple. That's a really good one. The Banks, too, always used to have really good lollipops. Oh, my God. Aren't those so I good? I totally forgot about those. In the little, like, clear wrapping that's really loud. Oh, my gosh. Still to this day, like, back when I go home and I, like, drive to the drive through bank, I will literally ask, I'll be like, when you bring me back my checking card that has nothing in it, can you give me some lollipops, <laughs> please, man? So good. Uh, those are the flat ones, right? Yes, yeah. the flat circular ones. Almost yeah. look like a quarter in a way. And they have like three colors. Yes. I like uh, the orange with the green and the white. Yes. That's my favorite one. Oh my gosh, those ones are so good. Another one too that's like kind of underrated are the Jolly Rancher ones. They have around Valentine's Day, the heart ones. Oh, Those? yes, yes, yes. They, Well, they have them. They, they have different flavors, right? There's like yeah. a purple one. Mm-hmm. It's strawberry. No, it's um cherry, watermelon, and then it's one more. I think like pink lemonade. Now that's those hard. are kind. Actually, you know, I don't pay attention to those enough. Mm. I should. You, but you, you see, you give me very Jolly Rancher, very um, because lifesaver gummies kind of taste like a Jolly Rancher. A yes, bit. they do. I remember when I was a kid, I could not, I was not allowed to dr- eat Jolly Ranchers because remember they were so tiny, they were like a little bullet. That's right, the yeah. The little ones. Mm-hmm. So I would always try to sneak the blue raspberry ones. <sighs> and then they would find out because your mouth turns blue. Yep. And then my grandma would always be like, I told you not to fucking eat that shit. I ate it. Babe, how can I resist? How can I resist? Because she had a store. She had like a store in her, in her, um, in her apartment in the front um, balcony. And then the back, she would sell like beer, mm. which is why I... I've been drinking for a very long time. Um, Gorge. So I would just like sneak and eat all her candy. At, but not, now I'm not, I don't have so much of a sweet tooth anymore. So like I don't yeah. really like crave like sweet things as much. But when I was a kid, my favorite thing was like the um, cookies and cream Hershey Kisses. Oh. They were slap. I knew you were a lady lady. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, yes. my gosh. Leave it in the fridge or freezer for Ooh. a minute. Because it'd be it hot off. in Puerto Rico, so we had to put them in the fridge. Exactly. We had to put them in the fridge. Ugh, you break it apart, you could hear it. Oh, my Snap God. Snap in half. Oh God. Just so good. Oh, I love those. There was, um, who was it the other day? I was watching a podcast. It was 
Julia Fox was on it. That's right. Um, I, think I saw something about that. Yeah, she was on those two. I think they're like two gay guys as well. They have a podcast. One of them is so fucking hot. My God, I'm like, mm. Uh, mm, I'll take him. But she was like sitting there the whole interview with her bag on the table plopped over and she just like was eating a cookies and cream Hershey's the whole time oh just God. had it open. She's like, you guys want, by the way, I'm like, that's kind that now that's a company. having a snack and offering it to people, a convenient snack. You could fit in your purse. That's open to at least a sample for everyone. Right. Kind. And also like they come with so many little tabs. So it's like you could share with at least seven people. Yes. Uh, it's like three, three, three. Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets a little strip. Yeah. Just fab. Oh, so got it. No, I like them in every form because in Puerto Rico they had them in nugget form. They had them in like kisses form. Oh they my gosh! They like the flat gosh. ones that we have here. Oh, damn! Now I want one. I know what I'm doing. First moment I touch down there. <laughs> oh, there's so much to do in Puerto Rico. I love I Puerto need Rico. To go. I need to go back. I haven't gone. I went last year. I go. I try to go at least once a year. Mm-hmm. See, like my cousins, my nieces, my nephews, and stuff. But I haven't gone this year. Maybe I'll go like in the fall. I feel like. I like to go to Puerto Rico when it's like cold and nasty. Here. Off season a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause it's still nicer over there, but it's not a New York fall. Yeah, no. Per se. It's yeah, it's like and it's also not that it's oh well, it is humid. I was about to lie. Um, but it's still very it's still very comfortable and like comparison. a nice humid. It keeps yeah. you moist. It's not yeah. dry, which we don't like. It's, and also like you're not wearing any clothes, so who cares? Exactly. You know, just walking around in a bikini top and just like uh. give it. I need to go one day. What else do you have planned for the rest of the year? Um, I definitely or at least travel. the summer. I think I'll, I really want to go to Europe this summer, but I don't know. Like I mm. feel like I went the last time I went was I went to Barcelona and I had a blast. Like I love Barcelona, but I want to go somewhere. I know like I have friends that are gonna be like visiting other European countries, so I kind of want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, my birthday's in the summer. I'm a summer baby. I'm a Aww. Leo. So like, When's your birthday again? July 23rd. Gorge. I'm like the first day of Leo love. season. <laughs> love it. Um, so I'm, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to see Beyonce on the 1st <gasps> of August in Boston. Oh, that's hard. So I'm thinking about if I do go to Europe, I'll probably do like after. Because, you know, it'll be like a honeymoon to like Exactly. Beyonce. I can just reflect. And reflect and just have like, I just saw Beyonce. Yep. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Yeah, I don't know what to do for my actual birthday, but we'll see. Um, Pride is coming up. It's going to be a really busy month. I have so much shit going on. I I need to start using my calendar app. I don't use it enough. I don't Mm. use it enough now that I think about it. She's cute. She's cute. We love her. I heard she's very cute. But I work, like I told you, I work up here. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm trying to be more like organized when it comes to things like that honestly i sound granny for this but like like a paper like an actual calendar next level kind like that's when you become like mother everything is there that's fab you know i was actually thinking about coming up with my own calendar please let me know when pre-orders up i will be first in line i really wanted to do that i was talking to mariah about it and she was like you should definitely do it Oh, that would be, be so hot, right? Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna put my feelers out. This is me pulling my feelers out. Okay, love. Well, when that's on sale, please let me know. Oh, absolutely. Because I love you, you and I love a calendar. It's like my two favorite things ever. But I want it to be like multifunctional too, though. Because now that I think about it, you're right. Like if you have like 
lines on every date so you could just kind of like squiggle like whatever because you know exactly. some people just write like really big on the big square yep maybe i could just have like lines or something mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the thing but that would be everything's cute. possible everything is that would really be cute actually yeah because i write big and obnoxious so i would need something to consolidate your, your handwriting yes exactly yeah well, I'm gonna be on the lookout for that soon. For Sheezy. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. I adore you. you. Like, it was so nice to actually be able to, like, sit down and chat because we always see each other in passing, and I would see you and masturbate together, like, back in the days when I was just starting to go out in the clubs and whatnot. Oh my and I just always be like, I love both of them, and I love her. <laughs> and it's so nice to get to know you, like, throughout this time and following each other on Instagram. I know. Oh, everything. Been so great. I've had so much fun. Like, I love this. You should be very proud of yourself. It's Thank like a you. cute studio too. You said I'm up and come. I eh, I got it. You got the coin. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And when it does, over. She said a talk show. <sighs> that would be fab. You as a talk show host. I mean, this is like a talk show, but yeah. Like, you be you make a really cunt talk show host because you make everything so easy to you know to oh. do. Thank Make it so you. very homey and very comfortable. Thank you. That's like that's one of the dreams. That would be hot. Every day would be a new look, a new color, Ooh, a new cut, a new style. Exactly. Uh, you get all the references. <laughs> it would be a moment. There might be a live show coming soon too. Ooh. Well, I'll stay tuned for that. So, for sure. and we are looking for performers. Ooh. Again, I will stay tuned for that. I'll keep you in the loop of all that. Because having you there would be amazing. Oh, so. I would totally be down, for sure. Hi. So, we'll talk about that off camera. Period. they don't need to know yet. <laughs> Photo shoots and everything have not been discussed. Deals have not been signed, but y'all see soon. But you let all the divas know where they could find your beautiful self. Uh, you could find me at Bojangles on Instagram and TikTok. That is B-E-A-U-J-N-G-L-E-S-S. Also on Venmo. Exactly. Yeah. Gorge. And y'all can follow me at Bad Bussy on Instagram, mm underscore and pod on Instagram as well. Please leave the podcast a review. A lot of people have been telling me to tell y'all that. Y'all know I don't care much about that, but now I do. And it makes the show better, makes us look better. You'll get a better show in return. You won't get like nudes or something like that in return because I'm <laughs> past those days of soliciting, you know, poll pics and stuff like that for Ooh. things in return. Shout out to that though. It was a really good air of mine. But you know we're business lady now. <laughs> but nonetheless, leave the podcast review. Review, leave it five stars. That would be hot Ooh. on anything you listen to because it's definitely a five star podcast. So yeah, period. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.